Hello, hello, and welcome back for another deep dive episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, founder of Australia's first online Korean beauty platform, Style Story, and your guide to all things K-beauty. Uh, stick around for today's BHA special. If you've ever had a question about BHAs, have wondered maybe if they're going to be right for you, how best to incorporate them into your routine, how often to use them. That is exactly what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. So look, if you are dabbling into the world of BHAs, I think it can sometimes be tricky to work out how best to incorporate them into your skincare routine. Uh, one of the most Googled phrases I think is how many times a week can I use a BHA? Uh, so we're going to run through all of that today. But first things first, need to remind you that for this month, the month of February, we are running our podcast review competition. Basically, all you need to do is leave your review for the show and you will automatically go into the draw to win a $150 Style Story gift voucher. If you're wondering how can I leave a review, have a look at your podcast app and see if they have a review function. You can submit it there. Otherwise, we will accept any reviews that are left on the Style Story Facebook page as well in the review section. Uh, if you want to get really tricky, you can even leave a Google review for us on Google. Uh, you can just Google Style Story and leave your Google review there. We will add them all up together, throw them in a hat and pick out uh, a lucky winner who can I guess, win $150 to spend on whichever K-beauty products you would like. So that is my invitation to you. If you haven't already gone and reviewed the show, please do. It is a really, really good way for other people to discover the show as well. Uh, and, you know, that's excellent because we want more people to know about K-beauty. Okay, so BHAs. These are seriously so, so popular. Uh, they have been trending acids in general have been trending for quite a few years now lots of people are incorporating them into their routine but unfortunately they are one of these products that you know if you get it wrong with these you can end up with quite a few problems with your skin with your skin's barrier uh, with breakouts over exfoliation so that's why it's really important that you understand i guess how the products work how to use them and which ones might be the best fit for your skin so that you can hopefully avoid some of these problems when you are incorporating them into your skincare routine. That's, I think, the, the reason why there are so many questions around products like this in particular is because, you know, if everything goes well, excellent, the results are great. Uh, but unlike other products like, say, a moisturizer, if things go badly with BHAs, you can be dealing with the repercussions for quite a few months. So, you know, it pays to know what you're doing and hopefully just get it right the first time. Uh, and it will just save you a whole lot of headaches with your skin. So let's start with the absolute basics, and that is what are they? So BHA, it stands for beta hydroxy acids, or beta, however you pronounce it, beta, beta, BHAs. That's what we're talking about. It's a type of skincare acid. Uh, and what they do is they work to, in, in, in very scientific language, degunk your pores. So 
They are oil soluble. And what that means is BHAs penetrate through the oil that's clogging your pores and they can exfoliate the dead skin cells that have built up. And that's why they are so recommended, particularly for people with oily skin, people with acne prone skin. So why should you use a BHA? Well, look, in addition to unclogging your pores, they also have other properties that are quite beneficial for the skin. Uh, they can be anti-inflammatory and antibacterial and they can also help to reshape your pores as well particularly if you're uh, noticing things like really really wide pores uh, often that goes hand in hand with oiliness so using a BHA can actually help to do that uh, and also it can help to allow your other skincare products to better penetrate your skin uh, which is really really important particularly if you're you know going out spending money on other skincare products you want to make sure that they have the best possible the best chance to do what they're supposed to do. So I, I would say if you are looking for an ingredient that offers acne fighting, skin brightening benefits, that cares for clogged pores, can help prevent breakouts, leave your skin looking smoother, brighter and clearer, then BHAs can do all of this that is possible with a BHA. So you're probably thinking, excellent, sign me up, uh, where can I buy one? So this is what I would say first. Before you rush out and purchase uh, a BHA product, the most important thing when it comes to a BHA is how to introduce it to your routine. So if it is your first time using a BHA product, I always recommend to start off really slowly. And I know that this can be frustrating when you just want to sort of get in there and see results straight away. But I would actually recommend starting using it just once a week. And the usual way to apply a BHA will be after cleansing and also after your vitamin C serum if you use one. So the technique to apply one, if you've got one, is to spread an even amount over your face, avoid your eye area, and then look, it really does depend on the product itself and how it's designed to work. But for the best results, a lot of experts will actually recommend that you wait for 20 to 30 minutes before you are applying your next layer of products. And that's actually to allow the acid to take effect without it being prematurely neutralized. So that again, will vary based on product to product, but that is just a really general overview on how you would actually use them. So the next thing I guess is, okay, so you've started using it, you're only using it once a week. What are we aiming to work up to? And what I would say is how often you should apply a BHA is going to depend on a couple of things. And that includes the strength of the product you're using, uh, how sensitive your skin is. That's a really, really big one. And also what other products that you are using as part of your routine. So First things first, the strength of your acid. Now, BHAs can range in strength anything from 1% to 10%. Uh, all of those kind of products are available on the market. Now, classic K-beauty acids, things like maybe COSRX's BHA, Blackhead Power Liquid, they contain approximately 4% of betaine salicylate, which is a type of BHA, and it can technically be used every day at that kind of a strength, particularly for betaine salicylate. But what I would say is it's not a good idea to start off using a product like that every day if you've never tried a BHA before. So 
starting off with a once a week and then if you experience no adverse reactions and by that I mean things like stinging things like dry skin excessive redness if you are not experiencing any of these then you can increase your usage to twice a week and bump it up as basically as your skin is responding the minute you start to feel things like stinging dryness uh, excessive redness that is the point at which I would back off back off and just go slowly i just think that less is definitely more when it comes to products like this and a lot of them if you read the how to use instructions and this is where it gets a little bit tricky it'll say you can use this every single night i've even seen some products that say oh you can use this night and day and that is just look it depends on obviously the percentage of the product but it's not always a good idea to be using products like this uh, every day or especially twice a day so I would say use your own skin as a guide everyone's skin is so different some people have a really really robust barrier really really strong skin and they won't feel anything no sensation using a product like this every single day other people like me only need to come within a whiff of a product like this and we will be running in the other direction so that that is so so personal so it pays to really pay attention to I guess the signs that your skin is giving out as well uh, so that is what I would say in terms of strength how strong your acid is for some people 1% is going to be a perfect strength for other people they're going to need you know a, a, a lot higher so that is one one thing to keep in mind now the other thing to keep in mind and this is something that you may not be as familiar with is the pH level of the product so AHA and BHA exfoliants in general, anything with a reading between about three and four is considered to be the most effective. And why the pH of BHAs and AHAs in particular is important is because the stratum corneum of the skin is oily. So in order to pass through this and actually do their work, then the acids needs to need to be in their uncharged free acid form. And you can control that by playing around with the pH level so basically all ph uh, products are low, uh, sorry all acid products have a low ph level three and four which is the ideal for these kind of products is quite low uh the ph balance as we've spoken about uh, on the pro on the show before is 5.5 so obviously this is quite low now look uh, the lower the ph the more free acid you have but the problem is if you have it too low say a ph of zero that is going to basically burn your face off it's going to be incredibly irritating you're going to experience a whole lot of different symptoms like stinging redness itchiness uh, dryness peeling all of those sorts of things and that's why different people will be able to tolerate different ph levels so that's what I would say is to take into account the pH level of a product because that will have some impact on uh, how the product functions and also how your skin responds to it as well. Now, that's not to say that products at uh, a pH level of higher than four are not going to work uh, at all, but they will just work differently. So it's just one factor to take into account. Uh, and I've had a question before uh, in the past from people, well, how can I know what the pH level of the product is? is so look uh, on the style story website where we can if we know the ph level of a product even things like our cleansers we try and list that wherever we know the information if we don't know the information and we don't have it on the website then obviously the brand 
should know this information so you can reach out to the brand and just ask them hey what's the ph level of this product uh ph in skincare in general is very very important uh, and it is probably the most important when it comes to things like acids and then also cleansers uh and it's just important information to know if you do have uh you know skin sensitivities particularly for your cleansers uh obviously the more basic a cleanser is which means that the ph level is higher than 5.5 much higher than 5.5 that can cause problems for people that have you know irritated sensitive skin uh, so that is what i would say about ph levels it's just a factor to take into account uh, don't you know throw your product out if you take a look at it and you realize oh no it doesn't have a ph between three and four that's not the end of the story but it is just one factor to take into consideration uh, if you don't know the ph information reach out to the brand and just ask them hey i've bought your you know pha toner or essence or whatever it is maybe it's a, a serum what's the ph level of this product uh, and the brand should be able to provide that information to you i'd be a little bit worried if the brand themselves didn't know that information uh, so then the next thing to take into account you're playing around with bhas in your skincare routine is how sensitive is your skin now if you do have sensitive skin you're probably aware of that uh, but if you don't have sensitive skin just be aware that playing around with products like this can increase your sensitivity levels so for people with sensitive skin you might find that using a product like this one to two three times a week is more than enough but if you do have a very hardy skin type then you might be able to get away with using a bha every day uh so what i would say is if you've never had problems with skin sensitivities before and then you know a few weeks or months down the track after introducing a product like this you are noticing your skin is a lot drier it's a lot more sensitive it's a lot more irritated or red then just know that this could be related to your bha use uh and you know it, you need to really take a look also at the other products that you're using in your routine are you also using maybe some manual exfoliants are you also using a scrub because all of these work in a similar fashion and if you're using a whole lot of these different products in your routine then you can end up with over exfoliation uh and it's just a real bugger to try and pull back from that i guess if you've already damaged your skin the other thing is because these are chemical exfoliants and they're working you know on a chemical level you're not going to see the final results straight away and i think that's where a lot of people can get really tripped up with these kind of products say you're using a typical scrub formulation you apply the scrub and you're done and you were going to see the results pretty much straight away. So if you're using like, say, a sugar scrub or something like that, uh, you rub it into the skin, wash it off, they're your results. Your results are not really going to change or improve drastically over the next couple of days. That's not really how most of those products work. But with the BHA, it is going to work on a chemical level. So you apply it at night, say, you're not going to see necessarily anything. Uh, you know, until a day, two, three, four days down the track. And I think that's where some people can get tripped up because they apply it, they think, well, it didn't do anything. And then they apply it more. 
And, you know, sometimes the damage can be occurring uh, where you can't see it. And then by the time you are noticing the symptoms uh, on your skin, it's already too late and you've already damaged your, your skin. So that is one thing just to be alive to that. That's not to scare you away from using products like this. It's just to note that don't expect to see uh, instant results in the same way you would from, say, a peeling gel product or a manual exfoliant like a scrub because they work differently. So that is just one issue, I guess, to be a little bit alive to and the difference between them both. Uh, the other need to know information about BHAs, I'm sure that all of you are already using sunscreen every single day. I'm sure that goes without saying, but just in case you maybe were skipping some days, be extra careful with your sunscreen application while you are using BHAs. Uh, you know, obviously you want to make sure that the skin is protected, make sure that you're reapplying your sunscreen if you are, you know, out and about, maybe sweating, doing exercise and things like that. Reapplication will be really, really important. The other thing I would say is, and this is another topic that can really, really trip people up, don't mistake uh, the natural purging period of BHAs for a product that is incompatible with your skin type. So purging can result in minor breakouts, and that is to be expected from a type of product that is increasing the rate of your skin cell turnover. So basically products like this speed up the, the turnover process, and that's why you will notice sometimes minor breakouts when you're using a product like this. If a product is actually incompatible with your skin, then the product itself is what's causing the breakout uh, and it's not because, you know, your, your skin cell turnover has increased. I know that that can be a little bit tricky for people to uh, understand. We actually had a whole episode of the podcast just on this. It was all the way back at episode 16. So, look, you'll have to forgive the quality maybe of the episode. Hopefully they've gotten better as we've gone. So episode 16 was quite a long time ago. So forgive me if it sounds, you know, not as good as maybe some of our latest episodes, but we did sort of talk about how to recognize the difference between purging and breaking out. Uh, in a nutshell, purging should only last a little while, uh, whereas if you find yourself constantly in inverted commas purging and breaking out after using a BHA, that's not normal, and that would be a sign that the product isn't compatible with your skin type and that you should discontinue using it. So just go and have a listen if you're after, I guess, more depth, in-depth explanation about that back in episode 16. Uh, and then, of course, why don't we talk about some of the best K-beauty products that actually contain BHAs? I think the good news about Korean beauty products in general when it comes to things like acids is that they do tend to favour this softly, softly approach, like tontoni. You don't want to be overbearing the skin all at once. You just want to do, you know... Um, smaller changes day by day to the skin. That's the K-beauty approach generally. And of course, as you would expect, Korean beauty products do tend to embody this in terms of the uh, percentage of acids that they have. And also in terms of the pH levels, they're not sort of, they're not sort of going super low, trying to burn your skin off. Uh, the first product I had on my list is It's, it's Entry's Clean Skin BHA Toner. 
Uh, now, this is uh, a formula that's 100% vegan. It's alcohol-free, essential oil-free, cruelty-free, and fungal acne safe. And it has a pHA of 3.5 to 4. Uh, and what it's aiming to do is to softly melt the oil on the surface of the skin and keratin inside the pores. Uh, and you don't need to wash it off, obviously. So this one is a good option for people with oily combination acne prone skin as you would imagine uh, one of the most popular products in this category is some by knees aha bha pha toner so that's actually got uh, a combination of the three acids and i believe the three combined is two percent don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure so it's quite a low uh, percentage considering it's combining all three of it it has sold literally millions of units uh it is it was also voted one of the Best of K-Beauty award winners in 2020 on Style Story. It was one of the three uh, top three products in the People's Choice Awards category. So a very, very popular toner that people like, and it's not one of these super harsh products either. Having said that, if you do have sensitive skin like I do, you're not going to be able to get away with using this as your daily toner. For me, I found even using it, uh, you know, a couple of times a week more than sufficient. So just be alive to that, even at these lower percentages if you do have truly sensitive skin then a product like that you're not going to be able to use that as your daily toner night and day so just you know be, be thinking of things like that when you're I guess shopping for your toner uh, the more sensitive your skin you're going to want to be mixing it up with something hydrating and not just relying on a product like this uh, at every stage of your routine uh, COSRX's BHA blackhead uh, power liquid I don't think that product needs any introduction that is a very very popular Korean beauty product. I think most people that are into K-beauty will probably have tried that before. Uh, some of the other uh, COSRX products that you might not be as familiar with though. So the two-in-one poreless power liquid is actually gentler than the BHA Blackhead power liquid. That one has less than 1% BHA. So a much better option for sensitive skin types uh, and also, you know, people that are more prone to irritation. That one might be a good one for you to try out. And then they also have a blend, an AHA BHA clarifying toner. And this one combines uh, quite a few different acids. It's got white willow extract and apple water, uh, sodium lactate, and also glycolic acid as well. Uh, so that's just uh, a really... Uh, a nice product. It's very gentle. It's not the same as similar Western beauty products that you might have tried that, you know, have like 8% glycolic acid or anything like that. Uh, so that's another one to try out. And then the uh, One Step Original Clear Pads from COSRX, that's another product that actually does have both BHA uh, in it. It has the uh, willow bark water, the salix alba, and betaine salicylate as well. So that just is a, the, a product that will work to unclog the pores. Uh, it's good for clearing, refreshing, softening, and smoothing. Uh, again, with pad type products, I would just... Uh, I would just say be a little bit cautious if you do have sensitive skin. Uh, in general, anything like that that is, you know, putting um, 
you know pressure on the skin or that you're wiping over the skin just be a little bit alive to that being a potential source of irritation in and of itself i'm not saying to avoid these kind of products altogether but just be aware that you know that in and of itself is exfoliating the skin so if you're using an exfoliant soaked pad then both of those things are actually working to exfoliate the skin as well the pad and also the formula so you might just need to be a little bit careful about how often you're using a product like that i think the instructions on that one actually say that you can use it you know three times a day and that is not something that i would recommend for people that have sensitive skin if you have oily teenage skin acne prone skin uh which you know a lot of cosrx products are really designed for people like that then that's probably going to be fine for you uh but you know more um uh, prone you are to i guess uh irritation and things like that just be a little bit careful when you're using any of these type of products just be aware to the uh, alive to the fact basically that you know um you are going to have to exercise a little bit more caution than maybe the usage instructions would otherwise suggest. Uh, so there are lots and lots of products there, I guess, for you to choose from, depending on what your goals are, uh, the kind of acids that you're hoping to incorporate into your skincare routine. But K-Beauty does have uh, a lot more products coming onto the market. We have a couple of new ones that I will introduce soon that are about to launch uh, that also have acids in them as well. So look, there are more and more options all the time for uh, these kind of products in Korean beauty. I know we've spoken in previous episodes about retinol and uh, bakuchiol being a lot more common in K-beauty than it used to be. So, you know, there is... Uh, I think more room in the market for in K-Beauty in general for these kind of products coming through. People are liking the, the results that they're seeing from them. So I guess if you have been wondering, uh, you know, the, the best way to introduce these products into your routine and just some of the tips, tricks and pitfalls to look out for, hopefully this episode has been a little bit useful. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to... I think they're the main questions that I get, uh, particularly around strength, um, pH purging and things like that uh so if you've noticed or experienced any of the those while using these kind of products I guess just be aware of those issues uh and I'm gonna wrap it up and leave it here and I will be back of course with uh, another episode for you guys on Tuesday but in the meantime I will see you on Style Story.